Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Itch Your World podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hawkins. Welcome to a new week, a new episode. This week is really exciting because we actually have a guest today. I'm about to call her in a second, but I just wanted to do a little intro beforehand. But this week, I'm so excited to say, is a podcast collab with Fanatics. So we are going to be talking to the founder, Olivia, in just a second. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm so excited to get to know her and get to learn a little bit more about the business. So let's go ahead and call Olivia. Okay, so hello, Olivia. You can go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast. Hi, everyone. I am Olivia, and I'm the founder and CEO of Fanatics, I'm a brand all about sharks and raising awareness of shark finning. Perfect. So... I want to learn a little bit more about yourself. So I know you're from the Boston area, correct? Yep, born and raised. (laughs) So uh, yeah, basically, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I grew up a little bit outside of Boston, uh, New England girl, going to the Cape on the summer, so very New England aesthetic lifestyle, um, which I love, and grew up playing sports, um, didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise or anything, but always had a love for the ocean. Since I was young, the beach and the ocean was always my happy place. I was always the girl getting their hair wet, going swimming in the ocean, body surfing as a kid, um, never stayed out of the water. Um, And it's always just kind of been a place that makes me happy and just like feel connected to myself. And then growing up, I'd say kind of around high school, this like love for sharks started to develop out of no real rhyme or reason just kind of happened i don't even know the particular point or reason why but they just kind of became my favorite animal and people started knowing me as shark girl Um, it was just kind of a joke like live like sharks that was just the thing and then yeah it just stayed that way for years even through college mostly and then i kind of just started learning about shark finning throughout that time and just really how important sharks actually are besides just being like this really cool animal in the ocean and that they aren't these man-eating monsters like we might all think from Jaws and whatnot. So yeah, it kind of just developed naturally a passion for the ocean and then turned into like a love for sharks. Yeah, that's awesome. I think the first question I just thought of was being that I'm also from New England, I just kind of wanted to ask, how do you think growing up in New England and being from like such a small part of the world, how do you think that shaped your motivation to start your own business? That's a good question. I'm not really sure. I feel, you know, when you think of New England, like the beaches are very, you have a very clear image of what a New England, Massachusetts beach is. I feel like it's really different from anywhere else in the world, like Florida, West Coast. Yeah, it's a completely different vibe. Right, there's no beach or beaches like it so for me it's just kind of I don't think it shaped me starting a business but I feel like once I did start the business it kind of shaped kind of I guess the aesthetic or how I look at the, yeah the beach and ocean in certain ways uh, if you like follow fanatics you very much know we're not really like a tropical vibe beach brand um, I pretty much follow like a New England aesthetic with some like tropical stuff we've done drops mixed in but 
I feel like I really always am drawn to like the hominess of a New England beach feel. Yeah, and I feel like that is very present through your business account as well. Like you just said, it definitely follows the New England aesthetic. Yeah, and I feel like that definitely helps set us apart at the beginning because I think a lot of times you'd see like the accounts blow up that are very like the tropical, high saturated yeah, photos. Exactly. I kind of did the opposite of that for a while. Yeah, that's super cool. I feel like because, for example, like I'm also from New England and I really stepped out of my comfort zone to like move away from home and like go to school super far away. And just the people in New England have a very small mindset of like, oh, like you can't do that. Like, that's how are you going to do that? Like just a very negative mindset in a way. So I feel like when someone steps out of their comfort zone and does something that's so different, it really like it grabs people's attention in New England and they're like, wow, like that person actually did it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it's part of human nature in a way too, where someone's doing something you personally couldn't ever see yourself doing. You can't visualize them doing it in a way. So it's just like, yeah, well, I don't see how that's going to work out because they can't visualize it for themselves. So I feel like that's kind of one of the parts of being an entrepreneur is you kind of always have to just believe in yourself and, even if someone else isn't seeing the goal or the mission or how the business is going to, you know, even take off. It's like, well, I see it. So like, that's all I need. Yeah. So I think you kind of already touched on this, but I was just going to ask, why did you start your business? Yeah. So there's kind of a two part, like I did touch on it. I obviously naturally love sharks. I wouldn't have started this business if I didn't have a passion for sharks. It just wouldn't make sense. I don't think it would really, the mission would resonate um, coming from a person who really didn't care about yeah. sharks. So that's the first part. And then learning about shark finning. And then I didn't really have a plan to start the business in general. I was going to school to be a sports broadcast journalist. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise, like I said, but I always played sports. So I thought staying around that arena would make sense for me. Mm-hmm. So I went to UMass Amherst, um, ended up getting an internship with Nesson, uh, New England Sports Network here in New England, uh, Boston. So they covered like the Red Sox, Bruins, and that was supposed to be summer of 2020. So I was really excited for that. It was like my dream internship. I figured once I get in there, like the, I'll get a job offer like after, like be set up, can stay in New England. And then we obviously know COVID happened. So sports got canceled, world shut down. So I kind of had all this free time and there was no expiration date of when we're going to be like resuming and the internship turned into just Zoom calls. So like it wasn't a real internship. Mm-hmm. They tried to do the best they could, but obviously you can't replicate going to like sporting events and things like that yeah. over Zoom. Um, so I had all this free time and I've always had in the back of my mind this idea for a brand that was centered around sharks and then also donated to help stop shark fitting. And I wasn't really seeing anyone else do that specifically. There was people who made like shark merch and things like that, but there was never a dedicated brand with the purpose of shark fitting mm-hmm. as like their core mission. So I just thought, why not try it? Um, I was going into my senior year, so there wasn't a big risk involved. If like it didn't go well, it's not like, you know, I had like mortgage and bills and things like that, that I would be like neglecting. So uh, I talked to my parents and we kind of just, they helped guide me a little at the start and then that's how it all evolved. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So then going into the next question, it's just going to be, what's it like being a young business owner? It's definitely different. Um, Most of my friends obviously have, you know, the normal nine to five jobs or different types of things. So I feel like it's hard to kind of relate in that aspect career wise, but it gives so much benefit. Um, I'd say like freedom wise, like Mm -hmm. having control of your own life and your own time is like so invaluable and something you can't put money on. And I just kind of feel blessed. I'm in that position at such a young age and fanatics is taking off and taking off the way it's going. Um, and I definitely don't take it for granted. And then there are days where, you know, I am only 25, so I don't know everything or really anything I learn as I go throughout this whole process of running a business. So there are days of self-doubt where it's like hard and you're trying to figure out answers. And I know I am only 25, so it's like, what am I doing? But majority, it's, I feel very blessed and fortunate. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, time is the most valuable part. That's how I feel too, even right now, because I just graduated college and I don't have like a so-called real job. I'm just kind of doing social media, but having that free time is the best part of it for sure. Yeah, I feel like especially our generation and like below is, I think really waking up to the fact that the nine to five isn't really suiting anyone mentally or lifestyle wise anymore. Yeah, exactly. So next question just is, what lessons have you learned along this um, process? Yeah, there's definitely been a lot. Um, I feel like the main one that I learned pretty early on was uh, just advocating for yourself, standing up for yourself in business. I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with the last one, being young. I feel like a lot of people look at you and not only not necessarily take advantage, but, you know, trying to push you around a little or you know not really following up their end of business deals and things maybe just because you are so young and they're like well this is just a kid doing this but I've learned pretty early on just like stand up for yourself and when you do enter partnerships with other businesses or people who you hire it's like just because you're younger doesn't mean they need to treat you any less than the core other people they're working with when you're all paying the same amount and things like that Or just even when there's not money involved, sticking up for yourself in general. And, you know, when you enter meetings as a 25-year-old girl in any circumstance, it can be a little intimidating, but just reminding yourself that you do belong there and you're there for a reason. So keeping that in your head, like, it's okay to advocate for yourself and stand up for yourself is definitely a big one. And then everything's not always going to go according to plan is definitely a major thing I've learned in entrepreneurship and just life in general so I try to always you know plan for the unexpected which is hard to do but you know if you can kind of pivot and adjust I think you're going to be perfectly fine like don't fall in love with the result I think a lot of people say Mm -hmm. Um, it's more so the journey and you just have to understand like we're all humans like the people who make our clothing are humans the people who print our things are humans like we don't we're not robots so like there are errors there are things delays timelines people get sick like there are things that happen so just never I always never plan for things to go according to plan basically so you just have to make sure you're prepared for basically anything to happen yeah no I love that 
So the It's Your World podcast is like kind of centered around manifestation and spirituality in a way. So I just wanted to ask, do you believe in or have you ever manifested anything before? Yeah, so for me personally, um, I more so now and also grew up really Christian. Um, you know, I believe Jesus Christ, Bible. So my whole thing, manifestations, more so prayer for me mm-hmm. in that way. And I think manifestation, a big thing is kind of like you speak into existence what you want to happen. And yes. I also very much believe like the words we speak, like the Bible says, have the power of life and death. Um so I think in a sense, they do go hand in hand. They're just called different things. So yeah, exactly. I do think I, you know, I pray about things, whether it's business-wise, life-wise, relationships, things like that, and try to always speak positive over myself and like things that are going on in life. And, you know, I think there's definitely been studies over people who, when they have the positive attitude and they're like constantly like, um, what is the word for affirmations, like positive for themselves, like they do tend to live happier lives and have like more positive experiences than people who are always talking down on themselves and things like that. So I think that's what I believe in a sense, um, just like speaking well over yourself. And, you know, I feel like sometimes people will sometimes make jokes like your friends and things like negatively. And I try to always be like, no, nope, don't claim that. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't want that over my life, things like that. Cause I do believe what you say and has intent and like, I guess in a manifestation way and also like spiritual way for sure definitely believe in like the spiritual and you know how prayers have the power and your words have the power so I think in a sense yeah just I categorize it a little differently but yeah definitely with business yeah no yeah definitely all means the same thing but I think one of my favorite things that I've learned about the whole like positive affirmation um Part of it is that I remember one time reading in a book that whenever you have a negative thought, it's not as powerful as a positive one. So I know a lot of people get like super scared when they're like, oh, I'm thinking so negative, like this is going to manifest into my life. But the truth is, if you think something positive, it offsets that negative thought by so much that it just, yeah, offsets it. So I remember learning that a while ago, and that's always stuck with me in the affirmations part of it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think, just like I said, like, our words do hold power, and, you know, it's not even so, like, people hear that, and they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, right, but, like, <laughs> you're physically hearing what you're saying, and your brain is processing it, so even on a non-spiritual level, like, chemically, like, your body's taking everything in, so, like, why would you not want to speak positive and, like, say good things about yourself or like about your environment or goals yeah exactly and subconsciously too you're 24 7 your mind is subconsciously thinking all those things as well exactly so the next thing i just wanted to ask was what do you think about the abundance mindset as in like thinking in a way of oh there's plenty of abundance in the world like everything I need comes to me just same sort of thing as like um positive thoughts I guess but more so focusing on abundance so wealth prosperity all of that yeah I think it's definitely true I feel like you know especially today with social media and just the resources we have there's room for everyone um if you have a passion or certain goal, I think there's really nothing stopping you today from, you know, 
trying to achieve it or going after it at least we're not all going to reach our big goals and dreams um that's just not going to happen for everyone unfortunately but there's definitely no issue with trying and like part of part of the journey is the like trying to figure it out you may pivot and find you want to do something else instead of that goal you're going for but i think there's enough resources and just like room especially right now in the world for everyone and like someone else's success doesn't take anything away from you and vice versa i feel like is a big lesson yeah exactly um yeah that's about all that i had i'm just gonna end with what advice you have but i just wanted to talk a little more about your company first i remember um i don't know if it was last year like a little over a year ago i remember when i first got a message from your business on instagram i was so excited because i forget what it was exactly but i got a package from your company and I just remember I thought it was so cool. And I was like, because I remember I always would see the hoodies with the shark's mouth on them. Yeah, like, I think we sent you the one of the PTO. Yeah. Um, I think it was like the Wit Sunday one, if I can remember. It's like a super light blue color. Yeah, and I yeah. yeah, and I just remember I would always see those on Instagram, and I was like, oh my gosh, these are so cute, like I want one, and then I remember getting that message that one day, and I was like, no way, this is so cool, and so yeah, so I've known about your company for a while too, so then even when I saw the message from you asking to be on the podcast, I was like, no way, like this is so cool, and even too, um, my boyfriend absolutely loves the Protect the Locals hat, he has the gray one, and he wears oh, it like gosh. all the time. He's obsessed with it. But yeah, I was definitely psyched when you asked to come on the podcast. And even every time too, I've gotten packages from your company because I definitely love the message behind it and all of that. So yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. No, thank you for saying that. That's awesome. Yeah, we're trying. We get a lot of like girls talking about their boyfriends and things, which I love. Obviously, I feel like our Instagram is very female-catered. We do have guys model, but all our clothing is unisex. We have, like, plenty of guys purchasing those Protect the Locals. So it's really exciting to see and hear that. So thank you. Yeah, of course. So I just wanted to end with what advice do you have for young women wanting to start their own business? My main advice would be make sure whatever business you're starting or brand, it's genuinely a passion of yours. Because uh, it is a grind. Um, it is a lot of work. You don't see all the work, obviously, on social media as a highlight reel, like everyone says. It's a lot of work, um, especially getting a brand off the ground. So you want to make sure it's something you're really in love with the idea and have a passion for it, because that passion is going to help push you through the hard days and a lot of the work. That would be my biggest advice. Yeah, I love that. Well, I think we're just going to end it there. But yeah, I just want to say thank you again so much for coming on and sharing your insight. It definitely was probably really helpful for everyone listening. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much.